0: Howdy, folks, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week, we the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. We'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. Today is a very special episode. It's our 175th episode ever. We've been doing this for a while now. And I want to start this episode by thanking all of our patrons who help support us on the Patreon. On. <coughs> pardon me here we go a big thank you to Eccentric ESOL Lady Terry J Justin M Tracy B Miss Wonderstats Quentin P Ecabex, Mistress Mischief Natasha S Miss Anthropy Princess Buttercup Dragon Lady Kelsey Helena C Aaron B Stephanie S Texas Teacher Kristen Miss Sunshine James Nally J Jody D Samantha D Lisa C Rachel Jim Genie Exam Band Director Kimberly Case Jessica A Swiffle F Owners Amanda F Ariana L Physics Runner Steph Michael M William P. Aldrich T. Beth Corpianita Britt M. Teresa H. Biker Teach Marsha M. Christina B. Kristen B. Jason F. Abby B. Sarah B. Regina M. Josie S. Sam B. Mary E. Jamie B. Kristen W. Vanessa J. Mary C., RJR, Kristen C., Johanna H., Irma A., Nimi, and Sarah N. A big thank you to all of them. Because for as little as $5 a month, you can sign up for our Patreon, and you can help support us. You get access to over 100 special exclusive episodes. We have watch parties. There's ways to chat with the host while we're streaming and recording. It's pretty awesome. We also have an amazing Facebook group. I've met some wonderful people through there. You should sign up and do it now. All right. I'd also like to thank our other sponsor at Ludlam Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, then you should go to Ludlam Dramatics right now and just get some of the best stuff out there. They can help you with your theatrical classroom. Whether you are a drama teacher or you're like the history teacher who's forced to do a play after school, go to LudlamDramatics.com and you can find some great resources. Right now, for the month of March, they are going to have a thing where all of their amazing hysterical shirts are only $14 each. You should go check it out. All right, my friends, welcome to episode 175. Um, Life has been crazy. I have been busy besides just emotional stuff and just working and traveling. And I've been traveling a lot, even though, yeah, it's just nuts. So we didn't have time to put together a super huge episode. So I went and talked to the hosts, and I asked for some of their favorite segments, and we put them all together for one special episode 175. So I hope you enjoy this and love it, and, uh... Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys. All right. Have a great day. Cheers. Enjoy the Clip Show.
1: Well, I am trapped in a fuck tangle. Oh, wow. Please feel free to use that word Please. as your school year goes through. I, again, that is fuck tangle. Mm-hmm. Um, I have only been working with my distance learning system that my district chose actively for about maybe six days now. And the only reason I have anything loaded into my digital classroom is because Bunny was kind enough to zoom me and walk me through it. And I'm super thankful. I sparkles. Too. sparkles yes. Miss sparkles helped as well. I'm super, super thankful. Um, I only have four days loaded because they threw a bunch of they, 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 mm, there are no words. I'm just stuttering. <laughs> um, Basically, the system that we used, um, the counselors or whom the districts, not the counselors, my bad. The district uploaded sections of the courses. And so now I have to upload things daily to 12 different classes.
2: I can show you how to fix that. I can you have to. You I have to. can show to. you how to do it faster. I, well, I can show you how to do it faster. Okay, that's what she said. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: But yes, please. Um, I well, that makes me feel better. I just we're getting you know first day of school tomorrow, and it's first day for everything. Like I haven't been doing distance learning. I haven't been doing in class. I am asynchronous, so I don't have to do the whole horrible thing that Bunny is doing um but the expectation is that you know because we're doing an A-B schedule so I'll have like some kids one day in person and a different set of kids the second day and it goes back and forth for the foreseeable future so it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot and um you know fuck Tangle fuck Tangle
0: was thinking today about how sometimes I like to jack with kids. I like to mess with their heads because honestly, it brings me joy. It's easy. And one of the things is I don't tell my students my last name ever. I, I don't really have a reason for it. Originally, it's because my last name was hard to pronounce, and most of my English was not their first language, and so I just abbreviated it to an initial. And so that was that's been my teaching name for the last 19 years or so, or however long I've been teaching. And now kids are like, well, what's your last name? And so I'll just start making up shit like Ruple Stiltskin, Slarty Bartfast, or just whatever I want, and just pulling <laughs> random shit. And then I was thinking about other ways I've messed with kids throughout the years. And it's not just lying to them, because I love telling stupid white lies to kids. Like, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, man, I I was uh, hang gliding off the Statue of Liberty. It was great. What? No, really, really. Go look on YouTube. You can find it. Well, what's your last name? Oh, never mind. It's private, you know. But my favorite thing I've ever done to jack with kids, I did it a couple times, is when I worked in a public school and I had my big room and the kids would sit on the mat and the floor And I uh, super glued nickels and dimes and quarters to the back of the room onto the floor. And so kids would sit there and try and try to get it off. And that just brought me so much fucking joy. It made me so happy to see their little fingers trying to get the penny off the floor, the nickel or the dime, until the cleaning crew managed to pull them off. But... Ooh. there's one on Reddit where the teacher always keeps his lanyard or his ID upside down in his lanyard. So if a kid says anything, he just looks down and points. He goes, no, it's right side up and then drops it back. Because whenever he lifts it, it's right side up. But I'm curious about you guys. Have you guys ever jacked with kids? Do you ever tell white lies to kids? Do you ever pull pranks on them?
2: I got my kids really good this April Fool's Day. What'd you do? So we had a vocabulary quiz. When they were done, I told them, "I want you to take a brief reading survey. It's, you know, I posted online. So it was like a Google form and they open it and it says, you know, enter your name and then ask a question. And then the next screen is I rickrolled them. It was Rick Astley. So like I'd watch the kids.
0: You rickroll your kids.
2: I did. One by one, they would look at me like this chicken, <laughs> and then they all started laughing.
0: So it was cool. That's beautiful. I'm glad Rickrolling became a thing. My favorite was about 12 years ago. I paid the extra two dollars a month so that when you called, because you used to be able to get a song instead of a ringtone if people called you for a little while. Like in the, it wasn't odds. Was probably around 2010, 2011. And so mine was when you called, instead of, like, it dialing and ringing, you would hear Rick Astley singing, never going to give you up until I answered the phone, if I answered the phone. And that brought me joy. It really did. It was one of the best, like, $2 a month I spent for about six months. But, Bunny, you've got to have a couple good ones. Bunny, tell us your stories.
2: I also have been guilty of Rickrolling the children um, during remote (laughs) learning. Um, One of the steps on their thing one day was, you know, on, when they opened up Canvas and were looking on their thing, it was urgent. before you go any further, please read this. And it was a link and it was Rickroll. And I knew automatically which ones had read it and which ones didn't because they came into class the next day going, "Miss. Miss. <laughs> and then I had a kid turn around and uh, do it to me. instead of submitting his assignment, sent me a Rick roll. And I was like, well played, child, well played. (laughs) I couldn't even be mad about it. But the the best, like, long-running prank, white lie, whatever, that I've played on a student is um, at a previous school, there was another teacher there who I don't think we looked alike, but the kids were convinced that we'll call her Miss Molly. Um, Miss, are you and Miss Molly sisters? And they ask us that so many times that we started saying, yeah, yeah, that's my sister. And then they started trying to catch us in the lie. So we had to like coordinate our lies. (laughs) We were like, so how come you guys have different last names? Oh, well, because she got married. (laughs) That's, That's of course we don't have the last name anymore. Well, so how are you related to her? Well, you know, really, it's half siblings because you know, and like we had we had this a group of kids going for like two three years that we were related, that we were half siblings because they were just convinced that we looked exactly alike. I
0: like that a lot. What about you, Count Shirley? surely you've jacked with kids. I can't imagine you not jacking with kids. You probably like messed with kids heads at least five times today. I'm not a compulsive liar, but I can can, can tell a
4: good tall tale and stretch it out for a while. I ain't full of shit Um, like you guys, but I got (laughs) it. I think my first, my first year teaching in our present state, I wear multiple rings on my fingers and I used to tell students, uh, just because I had multiple wives and on my board, <laughs> I had like a two foot by three foot, like cork board of pictures of former students, family members, whatever. And I was like, yeah, like my wives are up and they'd be like, which one's your wife? And I was like, ah, just guess. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. And you know, they would look at it and they would try to pick out someone. And there was clearly a picture from like my wedding up there. And they'd be like, oh, that's gotta <laughs> be it there. And I was like, oh, that's one of my wives. Was, there, was that your first wife? I was like, actually, no, that was my fourth. They were like fourth. And you know, I don't know. I was in my, yeah, I guess I was in late twenties. And so they were like fourth. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, uh, like, uh, kind of have my own religion. I can kind of switch whenever I want to. And, multiple wives <laughs> <laughs> and like, nice. <laughs> so you can carry this forever. And, and they were just like, when do we get to meet? When do we get to meet your wife? And I was like, well, which one? I was like, you might've already met one because I'm married to like, you know, teacher here. They're like at this school, and I was like, yeah, at this school. They're like, which one? And I was like, uh, well, probably the one that has the same last name as me. And there was no <laughs> Mrs. Chocolate <laughs> at the school, but they just kept searching. And so, like every other week, I get a teacher that comes in my room, like, hey, man, what do you what do you tell these kids when they're running around looking for someone that's married to you? And I was like, yeah, just pick out some of them. They don't know. And so we had a good time with that one.
0: I used to tell, so one of my best friends when I taught public school, my work wife, uh, was a woman who was slightly older than, actually she was, Uh, She was probably a couple decades older than me because she doesn't listen to the podcast. So I'm going to say that. And she was also uh, very, um, very gay for her partner and not interested in men at all. No interest in me whatsoever. But when I was in class, or I'd go and cut into a room when I had an off period and she was still with kids, and I would tell the kids, I'm like, hey, they're like, what are you doing in here? I'm like, I'm trying to get her to go on a date with me, but she just doesn't like me. And That's amazing. And they're like, oh, he's so nice. Why don't you? And she's like, no, he's just not my, he's too young for me. And I'm like, nope, she just doesn't like me. And yeah, it's more that she just didn't like, you know, men at all. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. I don't like men either, so I support her. I just wanted to give you a short little, truly short bonus clip. It was from our reproductive rights episode and all the hosts were recording and I was just on mute in case there was an issue. And apparently my phone went on unmute and you get to hear what happens. So at the bequest of Space Panties, this is being sent to all the patrons so you guys just can enjoy it. Hope you like it. The numbers of people who have...
3: Um... You know yeah. who ha- are either having a coerced cor- cor- or um,
1: yeah, like
0: forced pregnancy. Good.
1: Can you hold you on right? one second, uh, yeah. Alyssa? Yeah. Hey Matt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do that outside. I thought it sounded for a second. <laughs> Matt, you sound on mute. Hey, peanut brittles. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. I go make peepees in your bathroom. Oh no. <laughs> 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 Ooh, just in time too. Oh no, are we gonna
1: hear you? Oh. I don't know about y'all, but I love every
3: second. That's hilarious. <laughs> really oh shit. It- I'm not- <laughs> Did you make peepees in the bathroom? <laughs>
0: well, since I've already broken that, and you no, know, um, All right. Well, I'm going to go pee pee now and we're not going to have heartfelt conversations. I'm sorry I interrupted. You guys keep going.
2: (laughs) Did you get peanut brittle? Go make tinkles, bud. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Today's message, today's talking point comes from the mail. And this actually happened a week or two ago, but it cracked my shit up. And so I want to share it with you guys. And so this comes from, well, this version of it's from the Daily Mail, even though it's about an American thing. The headline is, He's Toxic. A Texas substitute teacher is relieved of duty after turning up to high school with a karaoke machine and lights before belting out Britney Spears' hits from his desk. This is by Keith Griffith from the Daily Mail. A substitute teacher in Texas has been relieved of his duties after bringing a karaoke machine to class and belting out Britney Spears' tunes. The unidentified male substitute was dismissed early on Friday after breaking into song with a light show during the first period at Bowie High School in Austin. I've heard worse covers, but the lights are a bit much, said one of the districts. (laughs) (laughs) Though rumors circulated on campus that the man was a prankster posing as a substitute teacher, the district confirmed that he was a registered substitute. The district also confirmed that the classroom is not normally equipped with a karaoke machine and that the substitute brought the device to class himself. (laughs) The matter is not being considered criminal, and the teacher was not arrested. It is unclear if the teacher put on the performance as a joke or if he just wanted to cheer up his student with his dulcet tones. But the Austin school district said the teacher was asked to leave after first period because he wasn't following best practices. The district said that the teacher had passed a background check and was checked in through the front desk before class, according to policy. All processes were followed. It was simply a case of a substitute not following our plans. After being relieved of his duty, the teacher reportedly picked up another job at a different school later on Friday and continued to sing and was asked to leave. Schools across the country have been struggling with staffing issues, contributing to a wave of closure. Last month alone, that being November, 8,692 individual schools were affected by closures, which many school districts blamed on staffing issues and mental health reasons, according to an organization that tracks school district websites. Last week, scores of schools closed the entire week of Thanksgiving in order to reduce the strain on their overstretched staff. It has led to administrators taking over janitorial tasks and cafeteria duty, as well as filling in the classroom. The situation appears to be a symptom of a broader labor shortage after millions dropped out of the workforce during the pandemic. In Portland, Oregon, the teachers union is proposing self-taught Fridays, where high school students are let out early and teachers are given a half-day Due to the stresses of resuming full-time PERT classes in person. Ooh, there's a bit to unpack there, but let's start with the fun. This sub. Uh, oh, my God. This bitch. This is awesome. I love this guy. I would be annoyed as hell if it was my class, but honestly, at this point, if I'm out for the day, man, as long as there's a warm body in there and they're not tearing up the room, go for it. But.
3: I mean, I the fact is, are any of us expecting work to get done while we're gone? They barely do it when we're there. Well, <laughs> so I, I, may as I, well have some entertainment. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like, honestly, if you keep at this point in the year with these particular children, like, if you just don't burn down my classroom, I may not be impressed, but I'm probably not mad. Like, I keep thinking about that line from, uh, man where he's talking to the dog about like you ate the entire wheel of cheese. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. I'm impressed.
0: Like. <laughs> Baxter. And compared to some of the shit subs that I've had throughout the years and that have shown up in the school like in holy sweatpants and reeking of bo, and like I'll drop the F-bomb in front of the kids, a guy just coming up and singing in a light show, you know, schools pay a lot more for that kind of entertainment.
4: They really okay, pay. I was, I was thinking true. along that line too. I was thinking like... He was let go or asked to leave after first period for not following best practices. I think that first period class might've needed a, a sing break. Like let's break out and some song and dance for a little bit. Like, nah, if you're doing it all period, then yeah, you probably got to go. But I mean, that's a heck of an icebreaker. I, I I'm here for it, especially if it's on a day. Like we had a whole lot of teachers out during um, the week before finals. So, I'm assuming they just, like, when the kids were reviewing, they just took a day off to go do Christmas shopping or something like that. And they just, like you said, had warm bodies in the classroom. Some days like that, yeah, come on
0: in and let's sing a song or something. See how it goes? No, I think that's great. And you know what? If he had a solid plan, I don't know how far he got into this. Like, if he had started singing for a little bit and then started inviting the kids to sing their songs, you know what? I think that is a great use of time. I think that's fantastic, especially for a sub day. There are so much more worse things that could happen. But I just like the balls on this guy. Like some fucker going, you know what? I will take the 45 bucks or 50 bucks they're giving me for a day of slaving in front of these kids. And I'm just going to sing. I'm going to be my best self. I think it's beautiful. And so he's saying toxic. I don't think it's in the other world, but I think it's funny as hell. You know, in previous years, I think I might have been annoyed, but right now, I think that's great because this article kept talking about there being a staff shortage. It's not a staff shortage, it's a pay shortage. And if you're offering your subs 50 bucks a day or 75 bucks a day, they don't want to go through hell for 50 or 75 bucks a day. And so instead of raising the amount, they are lowering the qualifications. And so just about anybody can be a sub at this point because they're not willing to pay more. They're not willing to pay teachers more, but Ooh boy.
3: I, I think you hit the nail on the head with like, there's nobody out there to take these jobs right now. And so a little bit of innocent fun is not going to kill anybody. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know how long this teacher was planning to be out. Hopefully just the one day missing one day of instruction. Isn't gonna kill a kid, and it isn't gonna ruin their their whole year or make them fail their star test or whatever. Like sometimes the kids need a break just as much as we need a break. So for real. Now, if his singing was terrible, I totally understand them <laughs> kicking him out because I can't stand terrible singing either.
0: Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, karaoke has to have alcohol involved to be able to tolerate a lot of it. Not yeah. even just perform <laughs> it. But to tolerate the people up there. You need a few drinks because you'll have somebody go up and like, I can sing like the Whitney Houston song, I'll Always Love You from Bodyguard, and they ooh. can't hit those high notes. And that's a long-ass song. And ooh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll also say this uh, since
4: since it was already mentioned. The lowering the lowering of standards and but refusal to increase uh, subpay like there's a district um, close to my hometown that now I think is paying about $145 a day for a sub. Mm -hmm. And there's surrounding districts that are only paying like a hundred or 90. And so they are not just getting quality subs, but every sub position within that district is always being filled because everyone is looking for that district as opposed to the surrounding ones that aren't paying. And I I just can't see myself, you know, a lot of times retired teachers pick those up or just someone who's subbing. I just can't see myself doing it for that little bit of money as opposed to when another district next year is paying 50% more. Like, yeah, it's a a no-brainer. So you're not going to at least pay to get quality subs in the class then you're gonna get you know a couple jack wagons that come through
0: (laughs) um what's the expression you get what you pay for exactly get what you pay for well the thing is they keep framing this worker shortage on young people on millennials and gen xers this is really a boomer problem and the fact is It's because a lot of boomers, a lot of people who were close to retirement age, chose the pandemic as the time to retire, which dropped a lot of numbers. And where a lot of those retired people, like Count was saying, might come in and take a sub-job every now and then or might go work a job to kill time, like, I don't know, being a greeter at Walmart or something like that, they're not doing that anymore. It's not safe for them, or they just decided it's not worth whatever bullshit for that extra time, and now they're getting mad that all the young people aren't running in to go take these shit jobs that don't pay as much, or they've gone to go fill the jobs that the boomers just left, because retirement numbers aren't being figured into this labor force shortage. They've made that very, very clear. And a lot of people have decided over the last two years, it's time to retire, including teachers. But instead they're saying, you know what, these young people just aren't willing to take these jobs. No, the same amount are taking jobs. People want to work. They want money, but they're not going to work a beat down of a teaching job for 50 bucks a day as a sub, or you're going to get people who are more and more desperate. And those aren't necessarily the best people or the people that, you know, you want in those positions right then.
3: I subbed for a while and there are days where I kind of want to go back to subbing because the lack of, because of the lack of accountability, right? Like Mm -hmm. nobody cares about test scores. If you're a sub, it doesn't matter. Like so many things don't matter when you become a sub. I don't have to post the stupid question of the day or whatever nonsense thing admin has come up with this year. Um, but the sub pay pretty much keeps me out of it. But like, Count if I was near that district and I was getting paid $145 a day, I could be convinced.
0: Yeah. I, I'm there with you. It's not a bad gig. And that's what's happening in a lot of these, where one district's willing to has figured it out and is willing to pony up thirty dollars more, or hell, even twenty dollars more than the surrounding districts, and people are gonna take those jobs instead. <laughs> And unfortunately there isn't a bidding war because for whatever reason, the districts are operated by school boards or whoever's deciding that they can't really go in and try to be competitive. Like maybe next year they can be competitive, but all prices and stuff for education is kind of set way before the school year actually begins. Mm -hmm. You can't just decide halfway through. Okay. We're going to give a raise. They might can do that for some, my dog is sneezing. They might can do that for like admin but they're not going to do that for subs or for teachers. Those are budgeted in one time, and that's not changing without, like, the board having a formal meeting. And the board doesn't care about subs. A lot of the boards don't even really care about teachers or what they're going through. They're just looking at their own personal agendas, which unfortunately seems to be a lot of weird shit around here, like, no masks, no va- no vaccinations, no critical race theory, don't find out what my grandfather said a week ago. I mean, it's nuts. I'm what? We have a Patreon! Oh my god, it's just what I've always wanted. It is what you've always wanted. That's right, we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to all kinds of bonus episodes, exclusive audio content. There's over 100 pieces in there. It would take you a couple of days to get through it all just listening front to back. There's interviews with the hosts. There's access. It's just incredible. You should sign up. You get your name right at the beginning of the podcast. You get to know us a little bit better and chat with us in the Facebook group or during our live streams. Some of them I've even gotten to meet in person. In fact, I met some new uh, people that were listeners when I was up in Chicago. I went to this thing called the Chicago's Runner High health thing. I don't know. It was a bunch of stoners, but what was really nice is they were talking about how – cannabis doesn't need to be for people who are always lazy. It's for people who are also healthy and taking control of their mind. And so we did yoga and we worked out together and we got to hang out. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of teachers in this group. Go them. So Chicago teachers, I like you guys. You're cool. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh yeah. Sign up for our Patreon. Do it now! Woo-hoo! Yeah, So, would you rather pretend you're a cat and give someone a complete tongue bath from nose to toes and everything in between or vomit every time you orgasm? (laughs) My friends, which one would you rather do? My God. Does that bother everybody? Throwing up doesn't bother me. Throwing up doesn't bother, but every single time you orgasm... What if you were having, like... You we were feeling a little excited, you had a little wine one night, you're having some personal time, and also like, Honey,
1: who your says husband, I don't have orgasms like... all the time. I'm <laughs> fully aware of how frequently I would be throwing up and I would still do it.
0: <laughs> I feel like they could see Mr. Temper just walking in the bedroom, like, damn it, honey, you couldn't wait. Like the sheets. Like, <laughs> you
1: don't know him very well then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sparkles, what about you?
3: As long as I can give the tongue bath to Mr. Sparkles. Even the crack?
0: (laughs) I too choose to tongue bathe Mr. Sparkles.
3: (laughs) Even the crack? no i'm not telling you this crack.
0: sorry sorry sparkles you're on your own there
3: (laughs) well well, i don't know what happened because my phone started ringing and i'm on my airpods and i didn't hear you we were saying (laughs) Uh, i was saying
1: you would give mr sparkles a bath but like even the butt crack because boys have hair in their buttholes
3: well so do women
1: i know but theirs is
3: gross ours is pretty (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's your oh, final answer back
3: there. that's my final answer I'm going to give uh, a tongue bath but only if it's to Mr.
0: okay uh, Wayne what about you I mean, you know, uh, everybody seems to think that Wayne Kerr
4: is just into all this kinky shit, but I'm just going to tell you that Miss
0: Kerr will be getting a ever so wonderful tongue bath. I also choose to tongue bathe with Miss Kerr. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, she just heard you. (laughs) I've that known dude, her for a long her. time. We're golden.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Benny. Okay, sir. buddy. It's funny.
2: <laughs> Turn.
0: It's funny.
2: Turn. I mean, like, it, it, are we are we going with this? We get to choose who we give the tongue bath to thing. I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, Mister Mister O'Hare's a fuzzy dude. Yeah, um, he is. I, I might go. With, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to go with the the puking
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Come to my side, baby. All right, friends. Thanks for listening to our special 175th episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank all of the hosts who have been with us throughout everything. I'm just try to do all this. It's going to take me a minute, I hope I don't mess anything up or forget anyone. Let's start at the beginning. We have Zola Zanzibar, Dickie McGee, Yoda, Bunny O'Hare, Rosie Rosé, a turd Ferguson, who you also, you guys know, as Wayne Kerr. And then, oh, we started to add more people in after that. Who did we bring after that? I think the next person who joined us was Count Chocolate, and Miss Sparkles was there from the beginning, too. I can't forget about her. Oh, my goodness. And after Count Chocolate, we got Lucille Lane, and we had Shirley Temper, and oh, I'm forgetting. We have little Miss Bo Peep. We have Lady Shethiad. Oh, my God. There are so many more. I, I know I'm forgetting someone, but guys, I love all of you, all of our patrons, thank you for out there, thanks to the listeners for listening, all the people in our Patreon support group, I love all of you guys you've been amazing over the last few months so uh, let's keep going and let's keep this live, alright everyone, everyone out there, take care of yourselves, take care of your mental health, and deep breaths deep drinks, cheers!
2: Go get your damn vaccines.
0: Damn (laughs) yous. That booty, though. That booty, though.
2: That's amazing.